Hello and welcome to episode six of Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net and I'm, in, I'm joined as always by Sam Townsend from samtownsendmusic.net. False website. How are you, Sam? What? <laughs> what do you mean? How are you, Sam? Slander. I'm fine. How are you? I'm absolutely fine. Thank you very much for Excellent. asking. Good. Today we are going to look at the second half of Live at Slane Castle. Indeed we are. In episode five, I think we got about halfway through, didn't we? That is absolutely correct. Got up to a Havana affair, slightly under. Yes. Um, you've got no tea here tonight, no no bread? No, I, I ate before I came out this evening. Fantastic, better prepared. But you have bought yes. your tank drum, I see. Yes, I had a tank drum gifted to me for my birthday. Would you like to... All the way from Now, Russia. I can only assume, having bought the tank drum, you want to play the tank oh, drum. Oh, well, I wasn't planning on it. You just bought the tank drum up from your house? Yeah, well, I, it's a new thing in my life. I'd like to take it with me wherever I go. Okay. Would you like to give a quick I tank will. drum it, demonstration? A lovely thing for you to... For me to offer? Yeah. Um, okay. Direct from Russia. Yes. Ordered from... Komovsky? Com- uh, Komovsky. Komovsky. Yes. Okay, well... Let's hear a little bit of the tank drum. Lovely, very melodic. Lovely. Thank you. Now, I understand you bought the tank drum that's in the key of D minor pentatonic. D minor pentatonic, indeed. Tank, tank drum technical point. Yes. The first. Yeah, well, absolutely. The first. I, I should have been doing that, really, but you... Uh, oh, you should do all the tank drum technical points. Stormed in before I could start my technical point, but that's fine. Okay. Now, we do not have a question this week because we didn't prompt anyone to, to send in any questions. No, unfortunately, we... It's rather remiss of us. However... We did get our first email in. Actual contact from Actual the outside world. Actual contact from the outside world. Yes. Not, not just from the outside world. From the US of A. Well, now, they said it couldn't happen. But it, it did happen. It has happened. It did happen. I, I got... Um, if, you, if you go to bentownsend.net, which is a real place. Bentownsendmusic.net. Bentownsendmusic.net. Yeah. Um, you will find an email address that you can uh, you can write into, uh, and to my surprise, I found an email in my in that inbox, and it I, I tell you this for nothing, it's blown us away. It has blown us away. Yeah. It really boosted our confidence to know that somebody was actually listening. Well, it didn't, it's just, always difficult to tell. It didn't boost our, It didn't boost my confidence. It it was a, a genuine shock. I just assumed that we were doing this for you know. Yeah, like very much as I did. We were just sat in a dark room drinking beer, talking about the chilies. Yeah, it turns es- out essentially to ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> However, we got an email from Alex Fredette. Shout out to Alex. Alex. And it read, Ben, I don't have a Twitter to follow you guys, but I wanted to let you know that I really enjoy the podcast. My younger brother and I are a few years younger than you guys, but we similarly share a strong bond over our HCP. For us, it really clicked with By the Way, so I'm very excited for that episode. Keep up the great work. Alex, Connecticut, I believe. Yeah. CT, USA. Wow. 
And uh, yeah, that, thank you, Alex. Thank you. Yeah, you indeed. know, it's just incredible, really. That really gave us a, a shock to you. Yeah, a, well. <laughs> a shock to both of us. Yeah. Um, I sent Alex back a message thanking him for getting in touch, and uh, like I, I put in it, it's hard to tell if anyone's listening. I know that we've got great memories of the By the Way era. It very much an era that's not only special to us, but it was it was right in our you know writing our, our it was our peak, wasn't it? It was our peak. Yeah. It was our peak. Yeah. We've, it's been a long, long slide since then. It has. Um, I said, Alex said, yeah. I said I'd like to give you a shout on the podcast. Lovely. Alex's brother is called Jeremy. Jeremy. There you go. So, just really thank you to to Alex for getting in touch and. Uh, Certainly, the Chilies have brought us together. Oh, they have, and it's nice to know that out there, there's other, uh, you know, brothers or brothers and sisters, families being brought together by the music they do. It is, and it's, yeah, incredible. It's incredible to think that across the other side of the world or across the other side of the pond, there's people listening to us talking about the Chilies. Yeah, we've taken the trouble to actually get in contact. So yeah, amazing. Friends of the podcast from now. Well, I think I'm going to say that Alex is. Maybe patron, official patron saint of the podcast. Yes, yeah, thanks. So, so yeah, yeah. yeah, you are welcome to that position, Alex. Yes. Uh, well, and who knows? Want it? Who knows? One day, you know, he may appear. Well, you never know. You never know. You never know. It could happen. We and, don't know. and Jeremy, we don't know. Yeah, and both both of us. It's, it's, it's open. Alex had a very good idea. He said, "Why don't you get yourself on Reddit?" And which I did. We did. Well, I did. You did, yeah. And. Um, since then, traffic to the, the website has increased by 112%. Well, so, well, I think Alex needs to... We need to get him on board. Do you think he should be um, not just official patron saint, but official First advisor. employee. First employee. <laughs> but, yeah, Hang we, on, are you going to pay him? Well, when I say employee. Yeah, I use I mean, volunteer. Term, I, use I, term I would like to tell the listeners that I said, let's go and get some ice from Tesco so that we can keep our beers cold. And you said, my beers are cold enough. Yes. So I said, well, I'm going to get some ice. Yes. Went and bought some ice. Some ice, yeah. And the first thing you said was, where's the ice? So well, now your beers are in my ice know, that I paid for. We had one minute we were talking about Alex, the next minute you were talking about the ice. The rant about the ice. Indeed. That came out of nowhere. It did. And I, I, I apologise. Good. But I think going on Reddit has, has made a big difference. We're looking at the analytics which I previously wasn't sure existed. Yes. We now have people listening from Barcelona, all over America, um, Serbia, Argentina. So however this has happened, thank you everyone for listening. Yes, indeed. And uh, we have Whoever fun- you are, wherever you are, thank you. And uh, we will continue to record. We're, we're, we're now committed, aren't we, to putting... Fortnightly recordings. Fortnightly episodes. Yeah. Uh, and that really is uh, in response to Alex and Jeremy, Je- Jeremy, Germany, Jeremy, and uh, and everyone else who's who's taken the time to yeah get in touch, look us up, and and uh, make their presence known. We're going to listen to Lights Lane Castle yeah. from other side. We're going to do it really loud. We're going to drink beer and we're going to have a damn good time. So we'll see you after this. The sky started and she's in my bed. A candidate for the soulmate player I'm pulls the trigger and I pull the thread I gotta take it on the other side Take it on the other side Take it on Take it on 
Okay, coming out of other side. First song. First song of the evening. That really caught me off guard. It was great, wasn't it? No, hang on, we might... No. It was, it was better than that. It was inc- unbelievable. Superb. Yeah, superb. I mean, there's so many good things to say about that. I, I don't really know where to start. Let's start at the beginning. Okay. John starts with a completely clean tone. Lovely. There's nothing on that at all. He's got the confidence there mm. to start, as, as the album does, with a completely clean tone. So you've got a bass guitar and the drums and one guitar carrying that all the way through until he puts a distortion on for the solo. Yeah. He's that confident in his own abilities. He doesn't need any backup from any, anything else. No. Just a, well, that's how I used to sing, of course. Completely clean. Yeah. You did. You uh, eschewed reverb. I refused reverb. You did. You did. You you had the confidence of a a, A a peak John Frusciante. I did, yes. (laughs) Well, uh, or uh, John Frusciante had the confidence of a peak Sam (laughs) Townsend. Well, that's That's one thing we have in common. Well, we we need to... Maybe John's one of these people that's that's listening. We can confirm with him. But that is a great start to the song. It is. Then it goes into... I mean, this is fantastic stuff from Frusciante. When he comes in with the backing vocals on the... I'm going to say the second chorus. All right, let's, let's, we'll just say Flea obviously does a great job. Yeah. Chad does a great Chad's job. Chad's spinning the sticks. And, and uh, the Swan is performing admirably. The Swan, I think, is, is really good as Lovely. well. Lovely. Yeah. The, the whole band are great on this song. But really... It's it John's backing vocals that, yeah. that bring it together for me. I think they, they give more emotion than you get on the record. On that... On that it's, a set, it's incredible. On that, when he comes in with his full his his full voice on mm. the third, it's the third chorus because the intro is the chorus. Yeah, it lifts the song up so much. It's it's mind blowing. It's amazing. And then he so he does that, and then he he does it, and then on the last verse and chorus, yeah, he changes it. Yeah, he does. Yeah, and then on the just at the very end, he does that beautiful. The last note falsetto, he sings goes yeah. up to falsetto. It's, it's fantastic. Um, is that your phone beeping? It, well, I wasn't going to mention it because I'm a consummate professional. But, <laughs> uh, you know. um, now, also what I like, talking about John's confidence, is he plays that whole solo section just on the, I think it's just on the on the E and B yeah. string at the 12th fret. Yeah. He doesn't muck around with any... Filling he doesn't any all. chords to fill it out. Just when you think he's going to. Yeah, he, he plays a high bend. He doesn't do it, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. When I play it, I fill it out by playing the, the low E minor yeah. and the C and then go up to those 12 bits just to fill the sound out a bit. But yeah, it, no, he didn't do it. No. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's a, a wonderful song on the album. Yeah. And, and performed there. It's, it's exemplary. It really showcases everything that was really really good about the band at this time and for Shante as we know you know we said it before we'll say it again probably tonight but we'll set the next song I expect yeah <laughs> imagine but he was just incredible at this time shall we enjoy the Red Hot Chili Peppers featuring John Frusciante more on the next song I'd like to is, is it is that an option it's the only option <laughs> Two-finger paint is not a sin I put my middle finger in your monthly blood Is what I win I'm in your house Now let me spin Pipe 
Smith on the ball was straight from a Montez. Say your Lord loves got a John Bushante. Spit your head and spit the blanket. She's two feet and I'm the patient. Chad, whatever your middle name is, motherfucking Smith. Gaylord, of course it is. Yes. Chad Gaylord Smith. Chad Gaylord <laughs> motherfucking Smith. That was incredible. Great stuff. That the the look that Chad gives when he finishes. Yeah. That oh, song. we're going straight to the end. Yeah, well, I'm I'm starting at the end. Well, we have right to, back to the beginning. I'm doing it like memento. That's just happened. Yeah, it? I'm doing it memento style. Oh, okay. So what? In a minute, you'll forget about it all. I'm. Well, I'm, I'm just writing it. I'm tattooing it as oh, we yeah. go along. The look, the look he gives the audience as he walks off that kit is. Yeah. He's he's never been more in the zone. But this is something that struck me during that song, actually. There is a certain amount of swagger throughout the band. Mm. John's not not a guy to, to necessarily, you know, demonstrate swagger. But you can see in his performance on this on this night and during this time. Yeah. He knew. He yeah. knew. They did I think they all knew. They all knew. And it's not it's not something that they necessarily do all the time, but at times you can see that they know that they are the dog's bollocks. Yeah, the look on Chad's face there and the look in his eyes yeah, was is. pure arrogance. Yeah. Was pure... But there's nothing better than well-placed arrogance. No, exactly. You could... Please... Say, I would, in fact, I wouldn't call it arrogance. I'd say just self-belief. Yeah. Just... Yeah, you're we, right. We just did that. Yeah. right. And that is what we're capable Arrogance of. was the wrong word. Self-belief. Yeah. Yeah. Strong self-belief. Yeah. Just stand up. Boy, girl, this audience, yeah. I've just done the best I can do and you know I've done it. Yeah, and you loved it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah fantastic. And what I loved was, as we were watching it, Sam and myself sit opposite each other and we watch it on screens opposite each other. We've got two screens going. Um, and that bit where Anthony, during that outro... Anthony... Anthony, oh, if we're gonna, it. if we are gonna yes, conquer, if it. we are gonna do it fortnightly, I must remember to call. Don't it. worry, I will pounce on you if you ever say that again. Um, he so just, don't say it again because I don't want to have to pounce. No, I don't want you to pounce on me. No, he tilts his head back to the sky and screams, and it gets picked up on the the drum mics. Yeah, and you can just about hear it, and it's just a release of energy. It's, it's super stuff, super stuff. Well, that's. Um, a song which we used to do in the in the old band, of course. Yeah, and that's where I really got an appreciation for it because it wasn't yeah. one of my favourites. No, no. My, I mean, I, you know, it was an album track, just yeah. and that's all it is. But when you play it live, and when you watch it live, mm. it is it, it becomes more than than the than the, than just an album. Track. Some of its parts. Well, what what I like about it playing it live, I always look forward to the ending. Yeah, because that, that repeating bass line. Is, is epic. And then just playing yeah, the ending is over it. But actually, the, the body of the song is strong hmm. as well. It is. I think we talked about it in the Californication Part 1 episode. It's, we must have. It's been. lots of slides. Yeah. Flea's sliding down on the bass. John's, uh, John's starting with the slide. Yeah. Then Flea's following with the slide. And it, and it kind of rolls around. It's but what struck me there was actually just the, the power of the, um, the bass and the drums. Yeah, just just obviously John's John's presence is there, of course, but it's not. Well, all John is doing yeah. for a lot of it is going. It's just bong. strumming. Ba-dum, ba-dum. Yeah, on the on the end section, I mean, when when Flea ah, and okay, Chad yeah. are working on so outro, hard together yeah. on that outro, yeah. and John's just strumming, and it's nice to see John approach the kit, and you can see through some of the symbols just yeah. him 
head a bit back. Classic John Classic face. Classic John face, yeah. yeah. Alan yeah. Partridge face. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that, I mean, that is lovely. I like the way the swan says, like he's finishing the gig. When that when the outro section starts, oh, it says, yeah. take care. Take care. Well, I think I, what I read into that was, this is going to be big and you're going to go mental. So, so just take, take care. care of each other, yeah. you know. Because we all know what can happen at, at gigs and what the worst can happen. Well, I, I went. To, the worst can happen, and we won't get into that. But no, I went we to see mustn't. therapy in Southampton about six years ago. Yeah. And, and the worst. The, the, well, it wasn't the worst. No. But I got I got thrown on the floor, and a big strong man came and picked me up and put me back on my feet and said, "You're too old for this now." So I popped Christ. off out the mosh pit. <laughs> get out of there. Yeah. He said, "He said this isn't for you." I'm not sure you were ever built for the mosh pit. No, you might be right. I was slender in my youth. Yeah, well, you're still quite slender. Yeah, slender in parts. Anyway, let's not go into my physical build, my physicality. No. Shall we move on to the next tune? What is it? I don't know. We'll find out in a minute. We will. Introduced by Flea just singing the first line of the Irish National Anthem. Yes. And sending people crazy. Cray cray. And then they go into that performance of Don't Forget Me, which is mind-blowing. Well, there's a strong school of thought which says that Don't Forget Me is one of the best Red Hot Chili Pepper songs of all time. There is. And what, what I find interesting about that school of thought is the Red Hot Chili Peppers were known for how elaborate and mm. slap and poppy oh my God, yeah. Flea would be on the bass and how busy the bass lines were. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that song is built around Flea pay, playing four power chords on the bass and he never does anything else. No. He did that for five minutes. He just plays four power chords. Yeah. Guitar technical point for anyone that doesn't know, a power chord is where you play the root note, the fifth, and then the octave up from the original root note. It's essentially what all Nirvana songs were built on. That's exactly right. You don't often see bassists play that, play power chords because it's it's harder to do. But just as a groove to to lock into, it's it's fantastic. It's so incredible. Mm. Anthony's performance there, he's right in his. He's so confident on that song. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect for him. It's it's, it's brilliant. Right in his wheelhouse at that time vocally. Yeah, and. John is just unbelievable again. Well, what you see from John in in this particular song is two things I think are great. The first is the tapping sections, yeah, lovely. which will now lead to another another uh, GDP, GT, GTP. Yeah, uh, what well, GDP is? Uh, oh, gross. Uh, no, that's something else. Okay, well, guitar technical. Point. Uh, what is that? But I'm sure uh, I'm sure they'll all get in touch. We'll get back to that. Yeah, yeah. please tweet in about what GDP is. Um, the tapping that John's did on the guitar is a technique where you fret two strings with your fretting hand, 
but you're hammering on with a finger onto That's the right. onto yes, the fretboard. Yes, yes. So you're ringing a note by hammering on. You pull that off, then you don't have to do it with two fingers on the fretting on the fretboard, but it works best if you do. Yeah. You pull off to that note. You then pull off again to another note. So you're creating um, lots of notes very, very quickly. Yes. I think Eddie Van Halen was was the person who kind of came up with the concept. EVH. EVH, GDP. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, you see Nuno and people do it. It's very rare you'll see John do it. But it's so effective. And this song, it's amazing. It, it takes me back to the uh, tried and tested triplets. Well, we'll it's see some as tri- effective yeah. as those. If not more. If not more. We'll, in, it, well you know, within reason. The triple T's. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see them later on. Yeah, um, but what I think really works is you've got a really slow, repetitive bassline against that quicker, yeah, that quicker stuff. Oh, it's lovely. It's the juxtaposition of slow and fast. Yes, which D- dictionary corner? What is, great use of uh, the juxtaposition. <laughs> Thank you very much. I, I might not speak again. But, yeah, I mean, it works so nicely. I don't think you'll come up with a it's hot word. and cold. It's it's slow and fast. Hmm. You sound like Katy Perry. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, that's, that's fine. Also, what I like about John on that song is after that big, big chorus, that first guitar solo he does, he brings it right down. He's got that delay on, which helps the tapping sound good. Yeah. And he just, he's got a mastery of that, well, of a lot of these songs, if not all. He of them. is a master. Yeah. He's got a mastery of that section of that song where he just brings it down yeah it went meant it went crazy i tell you this song is hypnotic mm. because yes, of that, because of its its repetitive qualities of that baseline yeah. and it just grabs you it takes you in and everybody performs to their absolute optimum yeah and by the time you've thrown out the other end you don't know what's happened well, but we, what you do know is that it was bloody enjoyable. It was enjoyable. We were sat there. You were doing the lead lines on the just the big choruses. I was, yeah. The great backing. I was doing the great backing vocals. You were Sideways falling all, be yeah. revealed, my friend. Yeah. It's just, it's a, and some of the lyrics are great. Yeah. Oh, lyrically, it's, it's very nice. Yeah. And we'll cover that further, the lyrics and stuff, when we do the album, by the way. I think here we're mainly focusing on the live performances, aren't we? But Yeah, we don't want to... Don't break we don't want to step on the toes of, uh, of the album yet to come. No, true. But uh, it was a fantastic performance. It was. We, we were we, even even that we we've seen it probably ten thousand times. Ten thousand and one. Yeah, and it it to this day, when you told me it was by the way, I I became physically and emotionally excited. When I said it was, don't forget me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, let's move on. That's how excited I was. Fucking <laughs> <coughs> 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 hell. Sorry. All right. See you all in yeah. a minute. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> Right on time. Nice. London London Calling is the intro. Yes. By The Clash. Very nice. 
Very good. They do have a, a very good appreciation of uh, other other bands, and I like the way they incorporate that into their live performances. Yes, yeah, that's right. In the Paris gig from the um, By the Way era, they started off um, I Could Die For You with Dig a Pony by the Beatles in that club gig. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Well, that, you know, that uh, takes us back, doesn't it? It certainly does. That's back in the, in the lounge, mm. late night miming. Yeah. My guitar didn't have any strings on it at that point. I, I, well, I, you don't need strings. I hadn't played the guitar for five or six years. Yeah, you gave it up, of course. Yeah. yeah was... And that was the start of then getting into doing the Luke Warm Chili Peppers. As a side note, I've just been having a text conversation with Mr. Jeremy Gale, who was the bassist from the Luke Warm Chili Peppers. Have you? I have not, because I do not do anything Apart from other than, focus. than focus on doing this. Uh... But it might be correct when you said, I'm just going for a wee, just let the music well, run. I did go for a wee, yeah. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Jez says he hopes that you're wearing your skeleton onesie. Which I'm not. No, I said, well, we're both nude. We're, we're just socks on our cocks, aren't we? Yes. As, tradi- as we traditionally, traditionally do when we, when we record. We'll put those pictures out on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, everyone knows that's a lie because we've posted pictures of us fully dressed. Everyone who's checked our Twitter account. Yeah. So what do we make of uh, Right on Time? I will say I thought it was a waste of space on... The album on the album, Cali. yeah. I mean, that was going to be my first point, really. Is it's another album track which is probably not worse than that than album tracks that we've discussed before, but it is it is just a mediocre track on the album. It never gave me anything. On the album it's so short. Yeah. The only thing I like liked about it on the album was John's high falsetto backing vocals. Yeah, which you get in abundance here anyway. You do. You do. I and I love the way that he switches from the falsetto to the deep. Not the deep, but just the... the yeah, you know, he, he the, goes the from nor- his normal kind of baritone. He goes from normal delivery to, then to the falsetto. Yeah. Falsetto, which is just... Yeah, it's, it's great. It's so subtle. But when you actually just watch it... I mean, normally when I watch uh, Live at Slane, I'm dancing around the room, playing air guitar, singing away. <laughs> you miss these subtleties. But when you sit there and just watch it, like I have just done, you just see those things that normally you miss. And it's just such a nuanced performance from John. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah absolutely right. This is a masterclass from John. I think my favourite thing about that entire performance is something the Swan does Mm-mm. at the very start of the second verse. He does a movement with his hips. <laughs> he does. Uh, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen anyone do it. I mean, if this was not a completely audio... And is oral it's, medium, I would. I, is I would it standing to attention? I think he's he stood side on to the audience. He does a double a double yeah. a double flip with a, a double nod with his hips. Yeah. If you haven't noticed this before, please go back and watch this. Mm. It, it's difficult to describe, really. The but it, it does happen. It's from the. It, I think it comes from the um, the the bullet time camera. Well, it doesn't go around like the bullet time camera. No, but, it, it, but it's that it's low angle. It's kind of blurred, isn't it? It's that low angle. Yeah, so, and, and it, then we must mention the fact that there's a little bit more bullet time in this track. I missed that. I missed that. I was too. I was just chuckling away to myself about this one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a it was a sort of technological advance of the age. Well, we, which they half-heartedly incorporated into this for DVD some time. Yeah, it came. Now I give a shout out to the Matrix Minute. So I'm listening to the Matrix Minute podcast at the moment. Lovely. Uh, I'm enjoying it. Excellent. Um, and of course, they talk about bullet time a lot. But yes, you do get a bit of 
they you can see well, from, you... from time to time they do it like the Matrix <laughs> people did it. Yeah. They have a, a, a semicircle of yes, still they cameras. They do, which was but, the only way to do it then. Well, of course it was, but and and it seems like they were going to do it a lot in this thing because it happens during by the uh, by the way. Yeah, it does a lot there. at the beginning. Yeah, a couple of times, and you think, oh, they've got this thing, yeah. and then it kind of happens sporadically throughout well, the rest. I would of imagine the... there's only so much film in those cameras because each one's yeah. taking a single shot. Yeah, so every time the swan does a. It tends to be when he jumps in the air or someone does yeah, something. Yeah, someone does something exciting. dynamic, yeah. yeah. And the Matrix, they CGI, they smoothed out the frames. Yeah. So it was nice and smooth. Yeah. Here, On this they, performance, you can see it's a little bit jerky. Yeah, no. that's right, yeah. So it's kind of bullet time light. Great description, yeah. Bullet yeah. time light. Bullight. Yeah, bullight time. Bullight, yeah. <laughs> Excellent, <laughs> okay. Anything else to say about right on time apart from it was bullight time? I think that just about sums it up. Right on the light time. <laughs> yes. That was 2003. That was live at Slane Castle. That was Can't Stop. What a performance. I think we both got extremely... We both got overexcited. We I did, think. yeah. We did. You were Oof. jumping around the room. I'm done for. Yeah. Can you handle a Venice Queen? Right, yeah, of course. What a performance of what song. What a build-up. Mm. I mean, they do build... They build up Can't Stop all the time now. Yeah, I know, but... But, <laughs> but this, with... For Shante, that down at the side of the stage, yeah, when he plays that little, just that little riff, bam, battle, bam, bam, and the, it cuts to the swan, yeah. and the swan is walking and looks at Chad and just puts his hand, the back of his hand to to his forehead. Yeah, that man it, is enjoying himself at that stage. Yes, he is, and and rightly so. Yeah, and he's playing in front of eighty thousand people mm. at Slane Castle, and yeah. in probably the biggest band in the world at the time. Yeah, great stuff. You're right over there. Yeah, sorry, just having a a, a release of natural gases, <laughs> shall we say, through the mouth. What happens if you podcast while you drink Red Stripe? It is. No, oh. tonight's episode sponsored by Red Stripe. Red Stripe, the reddest of the stripes. Now, why was Flea playing Dark Necessities for the whole time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that is a good question, <laughs> and only one that you can now ask in uh, 2019. Yes. Or you, although, uh, do you think he was playing? Do you think he thought he was playing Dark Necessities? Yes, he was singing Dark Necessities. Yeah, he was. He was doing the verses of Dark Necessities. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Now, uh, I should I should now say that Ben is consulting his notes. I am. I'm looking He's at... doing a bad job of it because he hasn't said anything. Well, I've written well. two words. Oh, the, the it sparse, says bridge, sparse. bridge, yes. hyphen, yes. oh, sorry, dash. Yeah, okay, not hyphen. No, it's not. I learned today watching the Mayo and Commode, listen to the Mayo and Commode podcast, that yeah. a hyphen is only a hyphen if it is joining two words together. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, think of a word that does that. I can't off the top of my head. Uh, 
Antimatter. Mm, that's what, I think that's one word. That's just who, wrong. Who knows? Anyway, this is great podcasting about the chilies. It's a dash. Oh, that's, okay. That's what I wrote. Bridge John. John coming in with those, that, at the second part of the bridge, when he gives it that big classic John. Yeah. Oh! It it's, doesn't make that noise. It makes a better noise. <laughs> that was a nice noise. It was a poor noise. But then he comes in for the second half of the bridge as well. He sticks on the tremolo effect. Yeah. On the guitar. Yeah. And it just I mean, what, keeps the song building up and building that's up. That's right. And that's what I like about this song is the fact that sometimes when you think about Can't Stop, you don't necessarily appreciate that it is a, it is a building process. And on the album, it's not so much. But on, on the live performance, it really is. Mm. And it builds to the, the finish. And that's the way they perform it there. And it just takes you on a ride which is completely pleasurable. You're right. And quite often... If I go and see a band live, I don't want them to muck about too much with the structure of the song or mm. or the arc of the song. And a lot yeah. of bands do. They'll play a, different versions of stuff. That's essentially the album version, but with tweaks. And it does get, it's a better journey than it is on the album. Yeah, I think it is. I think the album version is a bit is a bit too... Uh, Direct. Yeah, it just it starts, it's, it finishes it's quite on the same line. It's nice. It's a great song. Yeah. But when they play it like that live, it really takes you on a, a more, of, a bit more of a journey. Yeah, I agree. And I just want to say again, I love that moment when John plays that fill and the Swan just walks towards Chad and does that. Yeah, that sums up Live at Slain for me. But even at the end, when the Swan is doing his last, oh, his last, so vocal, powerful in those days, isn't he? But uh, Flea and John are also still interacting at that Jump, point, yeah, right yeah, to the yeah, end, yeah. right to the end. Yeah. You know, and that that's that's the level of of compl- complex interaction that they had at that time was that even at the time when when no one really was paying attention to them because that's all about the Swan at that point, but they're still they are still doing it. Yeah, it's just incredible. Yeah, it, it just blows my mind when I see them like that, hmm. and they also, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know what else to say really, apart from that. Apart from it's great. It was wonderful. Enjoyed it. Uh, now we're going to move on now to Venice Queen because I have um, again. We both own Live at Slain on DVD, don't we? Digital versatile disc. Exactly. But we are um, watching this on YouTube for ease. Ease of access. Which is why we don't always know the running order. You think we'd know it off by heart at this stage? Oh my god! I mean, but we're coming. <laughs> we're coming up to Venice Queen. Yes, I mean, as you get to know me, you'll realise I don't know run, the running order of my own life, let alone... Uh, let alone Love Slane Castle in 2003. A concert that happened <laughs> concert. F- 15 years ago. <laughs> Indeed. 16. Yeah, exactly. Don't know your own math. There you go.
spoken before about listening to your favourite music at, at full ball while having a beer with your brother, yes. who you love, yes. doing all your favourite, listening to your favourite music, having a beer with the man who was the best man at your wedding. I don't think there's anything else in the world right now I'd rather be doing than listening to Venice Queen from Alive at Slane with you at max volume, having a beer and doing a fucking podcast about it. Language. I'll bleep it out. What a great thing that is. It's difficult to to really put into words how that's just uh, yeah. affected me. I got very emotional there. Yeah, it's incredible, really. Been I think it's John. We've both been stunned into silence. We have stunned into silence on a on a podcast, which is not necessarily good. Dead air. Dead air is dead air is a crime. <laughs> dead, dead air is a crime. Yeah. Okay, let let's go back to the beginning. Yeah, please do. The looping at the beginning. John is um, he's playing. He's making those violin noises. Uh, yeah, I was uh, going to say who who's doing that? Right, it's John. He is. If anyone was going to be doing it. It would probably be John. Yeah, it was going to be John. He's using what is now known as the Ed Sheeran model. Oh, the looping thing. Yeah. So John is playing... Fuck Sheeran. Yeah. If John was doing it in 2003. Yeah, it's the Frusciante model. Yeah. John is um, is looping his work here. Yeah. Um, a loop pedal is something that repeats what you play. Ad infinitum, should you choose it to be, or whatever repeats you want I do to be. understand the basic concept of the... Of looping. Yeah. <laughs> but he's making violin noises, so he's he's also... Yeah, with a, with, a, with a guitar. With a guitar, it's amazing. What he's doing is he's striking the string with the volume on zero on a strap, and then turning Hang on, up. this sounds like a GDP. No, it's a GTP. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bloody GDP. It's a guitar technical point. It's it is. It, it, he's secret. trying to slide it in under the radar. He was. Okay, so what's jo- what John is doing is he's got the loop pedal on. He's striking the strings with the guitar on on silent, right. and then swelling the sound up with the volume control. When you say swelling, does that mean just turning it up? Turning it up, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then turning it back down. Trying to control him here, people. Yeah, he's trying to... Um, He's he's then turning back down, then hitting the strings again. So he gets that violin noise. Yeah. He then goes into the again. You could call it a loop. That Venice Queen um, intro. That first half of the song is just the same thing over and over again. Hmm. So he's he's got kind of got. He's got a nice. But those good. He's got the, a nice. Those noise violin back. sounds. I always wondered where they were coming from. I didn't know that it was the crowd. Do you think they were going, wow, loudly, together? (laughs) No, it's not. No, it was John. Now, great first half with all that that really fast picking from John. Well, we should say that at this point also, John's got his top off. Has he? Has he? convinced he's got his shirt on. Oh, okay. Does he take his top off at all during... He does, shortly. Right, okay. Do you want to redact that? Well, I don't necessarily redact it, but... Pretend you didn't say. Yeah, I was getting over We all want to see John with the top off. I like his. Flea's still not topless. Flea so never gets topless. At this stage, the swan. Just the swan. Yeah. John, I like John's octopus tattoo. So that will come into play. I love that tattoo. It really gets going for me when they go into that second half. And the loops come back in there, if you notice. Yeah. Because they do run through. Maybe they leave them on the whole time and you just can't hear them. Yeah. But they certainly, in that section where he moves from electric guitar to acoustic guitar, 
that loop is, is, yeah. is still yeah. is going on. He gets that very high, very small body guitar going on. Oh yes, it's Jackson, and he really he it's brings sure that it's Jackson, not a Jackson. Out and it, yeah, is it a Jackson? Jackson? Yeah, yeah, it's a Jackson. Okay, well, okay, I bow to your to your knowledge. Yeah, I I will have to look into that though. It's definitely a Jackson. Jackson are mainly known for their quite sharp angular electric guitars. If that's not a Jackson, then you're a Jackson. <laughs> okay, so they start playing that. This is where John comes in with his backing vocals. Yes. The, where he really steps up for the first time in We All Want to Kiss Her, oh, Tell Her That We, and he hits Miss Her in a way that only John Frusciante can do. It's. Yeah. I mean, I'm running out of superlatives for this concert. Well, let's not praise it too much. No. Okay. Because it, the truth is, everybody knows it's incredible. It's fucking awesome, yeah. Yeah. Chad tells you know, we're, the... we're not here to tell people how good it is. No. We're we... simply here to talk about what happened. You're absolutely right. And I'll tell you what happened. Go on. Chad turns to the incredible. camera. Oh, yeah, Chad. <laughs> Chad turns to the camera and just smiles directly into it. Yeah. He's having the time of his life. Like we said, it is, it's emotional. Yeah, sometimes it's too emotional. Uh, uh. Well, I'd, we all want to kiss her, tell her that we miss her. We all, we, we'll discuss what the song's actually about on the, um, on the By The Way episode. But we know what it's about, and I'm sure everyone listening to this podcast knows what it's about. Yes. It's emotional for that reason. But these lyrics, they put me in mind of the people that I love. They put me in mind of... Of my wife. Go um, on. Well, we all want to kiss her, tell her we miss her. I mean, she's still with us. Yes. <laughs> and you'll see her this evening. I will. I will, indeed. But wonderful stuff. Wonderful stuff. I think we're rambling now about Venice Queen. It, possibly. Shall we uh, move on? What's next? I, I don't know. I'm that emotional. I don't know what's next. We'll find that soon. On the next episode, the next song. actually enjoyed that more than I thought I would. I normally, I have to say, normally when I watch Slain on the DVD, yes. I finish with Venice Queen. Yeah. So I didn't think I enjoyed that performance as much. And, I, and I, I'm not making keen on the power of quality. And I think Californication as a song is overrated. So I normally round it off with Venice Queen. Mm-hmm. So last night when I went back to that, just to actually Look, watch it, Give It Away is a good track. Yes, it is. I thought that performance was pretty good. It's very good. I like the way that John plays it understated to begin with. That's yeah. the thing I like about it. Look, we all know... It, we're all Chili's fans. We are. Give It Away is old news. <laughs> <laughs> it is, isn't it? 
Well, it is old news, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Came out in 1992? Came out in 1991, and we've all been yeah. listening to it ever since. But it's decent. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. Giveaway's all right. Yeah. At the time, it was... Oh, it, was mega. it was groundbreaking. Yeah, I got it in 91 when I was 8, 10. Yeah, how old were you? 10. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Yeah, I wasn't listening to it. I was listening to... Uh, Raffi. Yeah, other other things. <laughs> Joshua Giraffe. Yeah, other things. He lived in a zoo with Buffalo Bill. We're not going to go there. No, sure. Now, this is one of the songs that I wish they would just... You know, just we were stop talking... playing. I mean, look, I don't want to hear Give It Away every time they play like... Well, I was going to say something different. Go on. You know, earlier when we talked about uh, changing a song and, and changing the arc of a song live? Yeah, may I? Oh, do you want to go into my beer now? Yeah. Sam's run out of his own red stripe. He's going into my Foster's. Okay. May I? It's my ice. <laughs> it's my, my fucking ice. beer. <laughs> my ice. Why not, eh? Um, I think Give It Away is best played just pounding and pumping and keeping the beat going all the way through. I don't mm. like the way Chad... So you don't like the nuances? No, I don't like the way Chad stops the drum beat sometimes. Young Love, Chug Lug Me, and there's a drum break there. Mm. I think that's... Give it where you should. It works best when it's just... When it's solid. Solid. Well, yeah, just a, a one thing all the way through it. Yeah. However... That said. That said, and I'll just I'll come back to that. Yes. Jo- I think John's first solo is a strange yes, choice. That, and that, but that's what I love. And this is one of the things I was actually going to talk about. John's completely clean, single note yeah, solo. Yeah, very, very, very sparse. And the, the Swan's given everything. The reason I, I, I would say it, my interpretation of that is, for Chante, doesn't want to give it. You know, that song for him is probably too raw. Too raw. Yeah, it, in the memory. Really, from that time of his life. What about all the other songs he's done? <laughs> I know. I know. It's, it's, just, it's, just it's just a theory. It's just a theory. Okay, I'll hear you out. Yeah. Didn't like being painted silver. No, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and Too so well. he he gives a very sparse <laughs> solo at that time. Is that your theory? That's my theory. Okay. What about I realise it doesn't <laughs> necessarily stand up to any thorough investigation well no scrutiny at all no what about the second solo where he goes completely when he goes mad I know that's when that's when I realised do you think he finally accepts it now what What a journey that must have been for John just I know during that song yeah do I like or do I not like the era where I played Give It Away on Blood Sugar Sex Magic that first trepid trepid slow single note undistorted solo that's when he's saying I I, no I'm rebelling against it a minute and a half later later He's embracing it. Fully embracing yes. it. Yes. Yeah. And that's the, complexi- the complexity. Well, maybe that's why they played the power of quality later on. Maybe he goes up to Anthony and says, I finally embraced it. Yeah. Yeah. Finally embraced Blood Sugar Sex Magic. That's exactly what happened mm. on that stage that evening. I remember sitting in a bath with Flea. In the you mansion. did? <laughs> no. John did. Oh, yeah. He did. Yeah. He sat, I think he sat in the bath oh, with Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Holding a Jaguar guitar. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Um, but I love the way it goes into that big second solo. That's that's great stuff. When that little, well, of course. I mean, no one's, no, I mean, no one's complaining about the second solo. No, no. Um, Flea shakes his bum. Lovely. I enjoyed that. That goes, that again brings us back to Dave's bum. Does it? <laughs> yes. I just want to think about Dave's bum again. 
And I love the way the swan gives the, gives the old faux ending. We're damn glad you came to the show. Oh, yeah. Great stuff. Oh, yeah. Love all that. Oh, and yeah. he looks like a man who's, who's full of confidence, full of energy. I think, he, he, I think the swan does well on Give It Away. A lot of rolling R's in the choruses. <laughs> and give it a Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he rolls them. Listen. There's n- no one's denying the fact that the Swan's on top for me. Because no. he is. No. You know. It's just a, it, it is just a fact that the Swan is tasty here. Everyone else is really tasty. Mm. Okay. So we're going to move on to the next tune and see just how tasty the Red Hot Chili Peppers are. Sicker than the rest, there is no death, but this is what interested to hear what you've got to say about that i enjoyed it it's very long yes it is a long song it's a long one uh, nice song great to hear all of them playing nicely doesn't inspire me no it, me neither it, these it, days no it neither of us we we've had songs on this recording where we've both been going bloody berserk yeah i think you're right it's not one of them no that's very true it's it's perfectly good it's well played so long. Yeah, it is. And the great thing about Californication is mm. the build-up to the chorus and the chorus. Mm. Or, and especially when John's doing the harmony on Firstborn Unicorn. That yeah. stuff is great. The verses, though, I, I always thought Callie was a bit... The Callie, the song, was a bit... So-so. Yeah, so-so. And, and the solo as well. We know historically... In we the know report, the re- we know the reasons behind the solo. It was John struggled with filling that gap. Yes, recording the album. Yes, and I think there, um, it doesn't do anything for me. Nowadays, when Josh is playing it, it doesn't do anything for me. I just I've never felt that anyone. The album version is is, is nice. really good. Yeah, yeah. Live, I've never felt anyone's. It's always a disappointment for me. Yeah. Is, well, of course. Because have, have we now reached the melancholy stage of being drunk? <laughs> no. I, well, I think what you're, what you're insinuating is, of course, that the Californication solo is, is minimalist. It's certainly minimalist. For a reason. Yeah. And when you translate that to the live performance... It, it, it's a it, bit empty, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is, and... Even when you've got John performing at his absolute maximum. I find that so disappointing. Yeah, I, I understand that. But it still sounds nice. I mean, I like that performance of the song. It's just a song... When it builds up to those great bits, the build-up to the chorus and yeah, the chorus. first one, Unicorn. Yeah, and John doing the, the Lovely. I mean, We get a bit of John hanging hand. If I yeah, say, I'm Jesus. showing you what I mean. Yeah, yeah, we, we get know. a bit of that in the background. Yeah, Listeners, yeah. do you know what the John hanging hand is as he plays? They'll the tweet in. They'll tweet in in their thousands. Well, surely from all over the world now. Yeah, Barcelona, Serbia, Argentina. That, do you want me to sing 
Barcelona? I don't want to sing anything. No, 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 no. Okay, time is pressing. For the sake of brevity, we'll now move on to Under the Bridge, mm-hmm. which I fucking love. to Californication mm-hmm. we go into probably full bore full bore under the bridge if I was going to have to pick a chili one chili song to listen to for the rest of my life it would probably be under the bridge do you think so yeah I do well Scar Tissue I always say is my top three ever written <laughs> it'd be Scar Tissue under the bridge it's it, that's something else that performance yeah it really is now, I'm just going to give a quick shout-out to Red Hot Chili Potatoes on Twitter. Okay. Who are doing a poll of blood sugar sex oh, they've, Well, they've done it. It's done. Is it done? What came first? Well, it was between, I, would you believe, Soul to Squeeze and Under, Under the, bridge. the Bridge. yeah. I thought that was 16 hours ago. About 15 hours ago. This is live podcasting. Well, now. what did you vote for? Under the Bridge. I voted for... Um, did you vote for Soul to Squeeze? Yeah. Okay, Bray just followed us, which is good news. However, Under the Bridge has edged it, or well, it's edging it, 51 to 49%. And that's hour, bullshit. Because... An hour and 47 minutes left. Yeah, well... I know Salt Squeeze isn't on blood sugar. Well, yeah, we all know that. I mean, it's, but this is tightening up now. This is close. I know it's close. Okay, that performance. It, over, listen... If I said to you on on a just a you know Wednesday afternoon, yeah, what song do you prefer? Hmm. Speak quicker. Under the bridge or subsequent? <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> what would I say? Yeah, under the bridge. Would you? Yeah. Yeah, I doubt that. No, I honestly would. Okay. Now, because I've always considered under the bridge to be a salad. A ballad. A ballad, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. We're going to have to cover um, Funky Monks, aren't we? Yeah, oh yeah, At definitely. Yeah. That is... But let's let's refocus. Under the Bridge, Love Slain Castle. John sat on the side of the stage. Guitar. Oh my God. Just playing those yeah. brilliant Hendrixy flicks. Yeah. The Swan. Listen, it was a time when I, we, I was 25, 20, 23. Yeah. You were 25. 23. 23. <laughs> you know, we were, we, we were of an age in the early 20s. Well, and, I, was, uh, um, I was certainly mid-20s at best. Yeah, and uh, it, was a, it was a pleasure. And it's still a pleasure. We went to the gigs. We did. We covered them. Yeah. We didn't podcast about them at the time. Under the Bridge, Lights Lane Castle is great. You can see John, John's enjoying it much more than he did on that late night show. Just before he left the band. Of course. Okay. I'm just going to say to the, the podcast and listeners that you are now pretty fucking pissed. What are you doing? You sound like slowing down. <laughs> okay, should we go for the power of equality? We'll go there. 
brother, do you hear me? Have a heart, oh come get near me. Something, 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 something. Misery is not my friend. But I'll break before I bend. What I'm seeing is insanity. Whatever happened to you? Let's stop this. <laughs> let's stop this right now. It's gone too far. I enjoyed that. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. it, it I I never got onto the power of quality on blood sugar so much. No, I know it wasn't your it wasn't your gig. It wasn't my jam. No, <laughs> <laughs> but I enjoy that. I'm a but bit... now, how do you feel about it? I, I love that performance. My only nitpick is the backing vocal is too low for Frusciante on the chorus. So it's, it goes a bit empty because he goes to single note picking on the chorus. Yeah. And um, I feel the this. chorus is a bit empty. Yeah, I, I think it's pretty much tasty. It is pretty much tasty. Listen, it's a great track. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we love it. What? Yeah, I love the ending. I love yeah. the beginning. I, I love that all the verses. I just feel that the choruses are a bit, a bit empty. And it's going to go across very well on the Blood Sugar Sex Magic episode. Oh, it's going to go across great. Yeah. Shall we wrap this one up? I think we're both quite tired, aren't we? Well, I'm, I, no, I'm full of vim and vigor. Yeah. What about you? I've, I am also full of vigor and vim. You sound like you've gone tired and pissed. No. <laughs> no. That's scandalous. No, it's not. It's factual. It's factual. So we'll... Um, Live at Castle. Final thoughts, quickly. <sighs> Lovely. Yeah. Very okay. good. Thank you very much. Lovely and very good. That's the thoughts on Live at St. Castle from the University Speaking, <laughs> the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. Can't stop the spirits when they need you. This life is more than just a read through.